0: Welcome to Two Guys Garage Podcast. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And today we have one of our partners in crime. And we say partners in crime, but we use that term loosely because we're not, you know, we're not doing our show the same time they're doing theirs. But when we have the family get-togethers, we see her, bro. We see her.
1: That's right. The family reunion, when we get together, have all the beverages, you know, and the good times and swapping stories. There we are, man, with our, our uh, cousins in arms, our sisters in arms, our brothers in
0: arms, all the above. You know, with Bogey, our, our partner in crime from All Girls Garage, uh, when I usually see her, it's a SEMA, And uh, I got to tell you, man, she is one of those girls that comes with a force. And by that force, it's that sort of undisclosed thing. When this girl's walking up, you see the attitude on her face. and know you're going to get a handful if you smart off. So don't be smart enough. And uh, she knows her sauce too, man, and she loves a good challenge. That's what I like about Bogey. She loves a good challenge. She knows
1: how to handle herself. She can get into whatever situation. She knows she's going to get out of it the way she wants, you know? (laughs) She's going to lay it down. She's going to lay it down. She's going to plow right (laughs) through it. Ain't nothing going to stop this girl, man. And that's why she is who she is and where she is.
0: Yeah, well, we'll get a little bit of history when it comes to uh, what sort of challenges that she faced, you know, coming up as a female in a world that, you know, is predominantly sort of run by guys. When you think about a shop or just being an ordinary person, if you didn't know anything about working or wrenching or maintenance on your car and you had problems, issues, concerns, it was making a noise, honey, the car is making a noise, right? Where are you going to turn to? Well, for a lot of people, both male and female, they feel like they get taken when they go into, you know, a corner type shop or, you know, when they know that you don't realize what, you know, the discussion at hand is about or you don't know anything about a car. Some shops will try to get one over on you, you know, do a little markup here, a little markup there. And she was sick and tired of it, man. She said enough is enough. So she figured out where to put her knowledge, where to apply herself. And it came out on top. i mean on top. Just wait till you hear some of her stories. She does a TV show. She has her own business. A lot of accolades. A lot of hard work. Blood, sweat. And I guarantee some tears went into it.
1: Yeah, so, you know, in your experience, Willie, you mentioned, you know, in the car scene, the car world, you know, a lot of construction, a lot of whatever. You know, it is a male kind of dominated field, right? And, you know, I've kind of been on both the, you know, let's say the blue collar side. You know, as a mechanic myself, worked a lot of machine shops, worked my way through engineering school, which then, you know, kind of transmis- transitions me a little bit more into the white collar world. And I tell you, man, it is far and few between that, uh, you know, I get to work with a girl. I get to work with a female, you know, especially one that's got the talent, you know, the the right attitude, the headstrongness that, that Bogey does. And I'm trying to think back in any of the shops that I worked in, um, you know, I golly, it I'd be tough to count on just a couple of fingers, you know? So when you talk about, you know, going out in the world and doing your thing, uh, you know, I'm interested to find out, like, what is the challenge there? And how do you overcome it? How do you be your own person? How do you be your own, you know, man, your own woman, you know?
0: Nowadays, I feel like it's fairly common. I was just um, shooting some videos for my radio station I work at, uh, and I was at a body shop, and they had five or six female technicians that – you know we're all about some of the body repairs, some of the panels, some of the inspections of when you break down a car and see what it's needed for the repair so there were a lot of them in in that world, but you know when bogey started man, it was kind of like when you started your lS swap on your m your m3 right nobody was doing it back then there weren't kits you can go to online and buy it when bogey first started you know running a shop and being a female mechanic, it was like what? Uh, it was something you didn't see that often. And you got to admit, man, 10, 15 years ago, the, the, the number one thing you would have seen at a track, if there was if there was a female wrenching on her car, you'd have every racer and every dude like, hey, hey, you know, check this out. She's a wrencher and a racer. She knows her sauce. She's banging gears. <laughs> yeah. And that would cause every dude to sit there and just go. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah,
1: because on the one hand, right? there's so many of us that are all about it. Like, bring it, girl. Let's go. But there's got to be a bunch of just headstrong, you know, dudes out there that just, I don't know, maybe put up a wall. But we're going to find out. We're going to find out. And not only does this girl pretty much run her own shop, right? ASE certified master technician, BMW trained, right? She uh, She's also the host of a TV show. So, you know, we see women in TV all the time. So that's not surprising. But You know, when it comes to automotive hosts, uh, that is still a limited crowd. So we are about to talk to one of our good friends, sisters, brothers in arms, uh, Bogey. This is going to be super fun because this chick is rad and uh, a great time man. Super talented, so.
0: Yeah, man. So she is one of the founding sort of females when it comes to turning a wrench. Uh, She's definitely a trendsetter, kind of an architect when it comes to all girls garage and she is on our two guys garage podcast we'll take a break come back with bogey and company next with kevin bird and willie b back in just a minute it's two guys garage podcast he is kevin bird i am willie b and we have bogey from all girls garage on our podcast today bogey thanks so much for joining us how are you kid
2: i am fantastic thanks so much for having me you guys are too
0: kind
1: well, you're going to have to buy our next round of drinks when we see you, so that's just yeah. part of the deal. So,
2: SEMA 2021?
1: Yeah, 2021. <laughs> Dang it. We are in some crazy yeah, man. times. Oh. So, did you have any big plans for SEMA this year?
2: I didn't. I mean, originally, I was going to bring another all-female build, uh, but we shut that down uh in, you know, March. And so we, we knew pretty early on that we were going to be pushing back the bill to 2021. And, uh, yeah, I kind of knew SEMA wasn't going to happen. Everybody thought I was crazy. Yeah. I, I kind of yeah. knew it. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. It had a, it definitely had a feeling like, Oh, watching everything unfold and you know, do what it was. I was like, Oh yeah, that could, could go away pretty fast. Yeah. Um, I, so I got a question for you. Is it bogey? And tell us about, is it Boglarka? Bogalicious.
2: <laughs> You're just going <laughs> right in for that
0: one. <laughs> it's Bogalicious.
2: No, it's, it's
0: Boglarka, I think, right?
2: <laughs> That's what my friends my friends used to call me Bogalicious in college. Um, so Bogie is short for Boglarka. You are 100% correct, Willoughby. Um, It is a Hungarian name, and I was given it as a nickname when I was living in Hungary as an exchange student. And it, it stuck for various really long-winded reasons that i won't bore you with (laughs) i've uh, I've been pretty much bogey since i was 16 years old even my parents call me bogey unless i'm in trouble so
1: does anybody know your your birth name your given name
2: yeah and people it's cute because people like it's online right it's easy to find my real name it's sarah i'm not like i don't hide it i'm not ashamed of it but it's funny because like like even my parents don't call me it, right? And if somebody yells right, right. At Sarah in a crowded room, I don't even turn around. Like it doesn't register that it's me. But then there's always like those fans who like yeah. Now we're best buds. They're like, "Hey, Sarah."
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I've transitioned past that front. You know, your <laughs> stage name. So now we're friends. <laughs> I got your friend name.
2: <laughs> the but, artist formally.
1: Right, <laughs> yeah. What well, well, tell us, Bogie. Yeah. Uh Sarah. <clears throat> When did you get the the bug for automotive? Like, when did you in your
0: life? Right? It's funny. It's funny you said bug. I, I see what you did there. Yeah, it's all about a bug. Tell him. Tell him, Bogey. Tell him it's about a bug. <laughs>
2: so a little foreshadowing there from Kevin. Um, it was a bug that gave me the bug for uh, for for being into cars. I think Volkswagen bugs are like they're like the gateway drug for cars and for mechanics. I feel like. Um I got one when I was you know sixteen seventeen years old i what year uh seventy four so, okay,
0: okay. <laughs> i got a sixty four got a sixty four out there very, nice,
2: very nice, very um, nice um it was a piece of junk. I paid five hundred dollars of hard earned lawn mowing and babysitting money to uh to buy this thing that broke every other day it seemed like, and i I started reading volkswagen magazines so i could like learn more about them and and not feel so vulnerable when i went to the repair shop and so like a couple of things happen i noticed that the only time women showed up in car magazines back then late 90s right like we were wearing high heels and bikinis and strategically placed grease marks and my little 17 year old brain was like that's not cool so <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> My seventeen-year-old brain was like, "That's really."
2: Yeah, crazy. I'm sure.
1: I tried. I tried working on a car in a bikini once, and it just was awkward. Well, you, know? you know, it is.
2: It's very awkward, and the high heels. Oh it's man. just it's uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> hey, it's ten ounce ham and a five ounce can. <laughs> yeah,
2: but that's like honestly, that's what started it. Like, it didn't start out as like a love of cars or a love of mechanics. Like, I knew nothing. I knew nothing about cars. My Dad wasn't a mechanic, nobody in my family was a mechanic, nobody was into cars, I didn't grow up around it. But I saw this area where women seemed to be like not allowed, and I took that as a challenge. And I decided
1: Oh yeah, that's bogey right right, there, man.
2: Right. (laughs) I was like, I'm gonna take auto shop in high school. And they weren't too happy about that fact. And like, I'm that type of person that when you tell me I can't do something, it makes me want to do it more.
0: You remember the part, Kevin, in the introduction where I said she loves a good challenge. Love. Oh, you got to tell me that. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding. <laughs> you got to tell me that.
1: I think the first time I met her, I was like, uh, right. I, I took a bath in that whole experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't know Bogey five minutes. Uh, we were at SEMA. I think we went to the Hot Rod Banquet, and uh, uh, she's she. We're all sitting at the table together. We're kind of introducing each other, and we know each other through the shows, but uh, not hanging out. So she's like, "I hear that you you're pretty technical, you know, because I got the engineering background to go with." And she, you you know a lot about cars, and and uh, I'm ready to take you on. Let's have a competition. And I was like, dang,
0: girl, I thought we were going to have some beverages first. You know? <laughs> yeah, buy me a drink or two first. Yeah,
2: I must have already had a few beverages because I don't remember that.
0: Well, hey, lucky she met you like that, Kevin. She wanted to thumb wrestle me, so it was a completely different application. Um, <laughs> uh, but seriously, Bogie, w- when you first got into it, it was weird for you because you would go to shops and, and – you know other mechanics and you felt like you weren't getting either told the truth you're getting ripped off taken advantage of uh, and you see that a lot in in shops probably not as much nowadays i feel like as as what you used to but it's definitely part of that equation i feel like is out there and you know prevalent in, in in the world so i love the fact that you took that sort of challenge and i will not be you know somebody that gets taken advantage of and you, you postured that and you were so passionate about that. You absolutely turned it into a thriving, inspiring and really evolved it into a career and a means for women to find a career path in, in the world of the automotive industry and mechanics and technicians and things that normally, you know, the, the path wouldn't necessarily be open to them. You encourage that.
1: I
2: appreciate that. I, you know, it's interesting when I was young, I, I felt like I was being taken advantage of, like, I'm sure a lot of people do. And, and there are, don't get me wrong. There are some, some crappy shops out there that take advantage of people. But I think the more I got into becoming an, uh, an auto mechanic and the more I learned and then became a business owner, the more I realized that most of the time we're not being taken advantage of, we just think we are because the, they're, the shops are using these crazy, complicated technological words that we don't understand. And, and when they start describing the ganuder valve, you're like, you, uh, you must be lying to me, right? Even if they're not lying to you. So like, the result is I got really passionate about kind of two things, like one about kind of sharing the truth about the automotive industry with the rest of the world. Like, hey, cars are super complicated. And most technicians are really, do you have your best interest at heart? And really are working to keep you and your family safe and are made up of, our industry is made up of a bunch of amazing people. And then on the flip side, also trying to empower women to take a more active role in car ownership and maybe even, you know, enter into the industry and create a space for them within the industry. So that's kind of like what drives everything that I do.
1: Well, it's cool because, you know, you're, you could kind of do that just by being, you know, a female TV host on a car show, right? All these dads can now watch you know, a program with their daughters, you know, as girls are going up, maturing, they can look to you for inspiration, but you've gone far beyond just being on the TV show and leading by example, right? You're driving these things with, with all your different efforts and organizations, right? Your training classes, your projects, all these things. So it's beyond the cover, the surface value, right? Tell us a little bit about some of the, either the projects or some of these opportunities that you've set up over the years, uh, for women uh, but, but are they also open to men too, or Yes. how do you, how do you work those yes out?
2: Because
1: no. there's a lot of guys that probably fall in that same category of, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I feel like I'm getting ripped off too. Do you, do you kick those guys to the curb or, or do you make their girlfriends <laughs> come and then they, they hand yeah, it make or
0: the girls come and answer the questions? I love, I love men. I'm not <laughs> kicking them to the
2: curb, but you know, it's funny. Guys are cool and girls are cool. But when you put them in a room together, they get very uncool, mm-hmm. um, I, I've tried teaching co-ed classes, and I just find that, the, especially with automotive, it's an already intimidating topic, yeah. and so the women will tend to kind of fall to the back, and the men will kind of come forward. And so in order to create a space that, that feels safe for, for the ladies to explore something that they may not otherwise explore, um, I do keep it just to women. Um, but I'm, I'm all about educating everybody, you know, obviously through the TV show and through YouTube and my social media, like I'm not just talking to women, I'm talking to, talking to everybody, but there's definitely a special place in my heart for educating and empowering women in in the industry.
1: Yeah, no, growing up, my whole family are are teachers, you know, elementary school, middle school, uh, my sister. So I'm surrounded by the education and I, and I can get those nuances in, in, uh, you know, what you're trying to do to set up. Uh, you know the courses for the women in an environment that's you know a great learning environment it's, it's I, I get it and it's pretty awesome and, and you made some good comments about uh, the mechanic industry right because I'm a ASC certified mechanic and you know that was how I kind of got my way through through engineering school many many years of it because I went through slow while working um, and and you're right man from the outside you feel kind of maybe gypped or you're gonna get you know someone's taking one over on you but once you're in it, and you do realize how complicated it is, and how common these problems are, and here's just another car that needs A, B, C, and D, you know, there's the same kind of general lists, um, You know, you realize that the industry, and we've been in it for so long now, the industry is full of amazing people, awesome people, and it's a few of those bad apples that can be in anything, right? Could be the guy doing your, you know, concrete work or whatever it is, you know, that's going to try to, you know, put a fast one on you, but. Getting these people, getting anyone, educated, and really cool because there aren't very many specific programs just for women. Uh, it's pretty awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh you know what? Hold up, man. I'm gonna throw in the flag here because it's uh it's because women like bogey. They're killing us, racing guys, man. You know me, race dudes. Like, honey, honey, no, no. The ca- Let's listen for a minute. The car will not start without this new turbo. It won't start, honey. It'd be an awful ride. Without this new turbo, <laughs> Bogey is ruining that for all of us. I, oh, I am guilty no. as charged. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I need the new heads in the camshaft because the car is not going to run right without it. won't tow uh, our toys around, so i got to do this upgrade. Just I have to do it. She's, she's <laughs> ruining that for us, man. She's ruining that for us.
1: Yeah, that, that is my life. It's, it's all about creativity because um, my wife is also, she grew up, her dad was a mechanic, so she grew up around cars, loved them. That's why we kind of hit it off. But she's also an engineer. So I mean, from top to bottom, this girl is smart. And you're not pulling any over on her. So it's all about negotiation skills. So I have topped this out. It's like, honey, uh, let me get you a kitchen. Let me build you a <laughs> kitchen. And then I'm going to go over there to the garage part. And we won't talk about what I spent money on. You
0: know, like yeah, there's,
1: yeah. yeah. You got to work around it, Willie. Yeah.
0: You got you to gotta approach it with how much you got on sale. But, honey, this was on sale. I'm going to counter yes. you, Will, because yeah. I'm not
2: ruining it. I'm improving it. Because now you can, like, work out on the car with your lady.
1: Well, now she's excited for you to yeah, get yeah, that yeah, turbo. But- I know what a turbo does. Exactly. Shouldn't we get the bigger one? You know? Exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, I didn't get you in a conversation with my wife then. <laughs> uh, so... You know, when you look at the doors that you've opened, how does that feel knowing that you've been able to probably sort of mold and take, um, take an approach that's, you know, a female might have looked at with a little, you know, uh, trepidatious sort of approach or, or, or something that was, wasn't as malleable. And you've been able to form it into uh, women opening their career path for them when they're otherwise probably wouldn't have, they probably wouldn't have been, you know, confident to ask questions, to not feel intimidated or feared when you say, what is this? Or how does this work? Or how do I do this and achieve this? Like, this gotta be a big sort of, I don't know, man, kind of cool moment for you to realize that and what you're doing for so many people.
2: It's definitely what keeps me going. Like, that's not what I set out to do initially. Like I I just wanted to be a good mechanic and I wanted to be a good shop owner and, and, and it grew into, you know, seeing the impact I was having on on other young women or women who wanted to go into the industry or just women who wanted to be more conscientious car owners and didn't really care to do the work themselves. They just didn't want to feel vulnerable. Like the yeah. empowerment that you get out of working on a vehicle is just amazing. And I just, um, I live for that now being able to work for other women and and share the knowledge and share the love. And Seeing them transform their lives with the empowerment that they get from learning how to work on cars or learning a different skill set in working on cars, it's, it's a pretty cool thing.
0: When when I first fired up my my very first engine, I rebuilt, you know, that's one of the happiest moments ever. You know, I put it on dyno, I'm like, all right, let me lat it off. And I did it 100% just to me. I, I can't imagine what that emotional moment is for a lot of the females that you have sort of walked down that path. And taking, you know, baby steps initially, and then all of a sudden they were walking themselves, then they were running, then they're, you know, rebuilding or they're finding themselves a job in the technician world. Like what a, what an empowering moment for you and for them and that shared sort of experience you guys have together. It's It's got to be pretty motivating.
2: One of my favorite, like we do these big all-female builds here at Girl Gang Garage, where we bring together newbies and pros, so it's like everybody. Um, but I and I love those. There's so much to them. But one of my favorite things that I've done for years that I I love doing is my basics car care class, and it's literally two hours with a group of women who generally know nothing about cars, and it's it's teaching them the basics, like how to change an air filter or how to check your tire pressure, and it's stuff that we don't teach our kids anymore but everybody should know how to do and watching that moment when they change a tire for the first time right and it's this is a, a big piece of metal and plastic that they drive around in every day that they're that they're scared of they're intimidated by and when they realize it's just a big piece of metal and plastic that somebody put together which means you can take it apart and put it back together again when that like switch happens they're like oh This isn't so scary at all. I know that that's going to translate into other areas of their life because what else in your life do you think is scary that may not actually be so scary after all? Well,
0: fear makes the wolf bigger than he is, right? And and you eliminate that and you take that intimidation and put it on the shelf and go, you got it, girl, you got it. It's pretty cool, man. All right, let's take a break, man. It is the Two Guys Garage podcast with Kevin Bird, Willie B, and our friend Bogey from All Girls Garage. We'll talk to you about the show next after a quick break back in just a minute. It's the Two Guys Garage podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I, Willie B. We have Bogey from All Girls Garage on our podcast today. I got to ask Bogey. How in the hell did you get on television? Like, how'd you get on TV? Tell me about the first time somebody ever asked you to be on TV. Were you like, shut the front door?
2: Right? No, well, pretty much, that's kind of what happened. Um <laughs> I um I had no real intention of being on TV. I was I was three years into running my general repair shop that I opened up. I, I quit working at the dealership, I started this shop, it was just doing my daily life, running around like a chicken with my head cut off, doing my thing. Um, I'd actually been approached by a couple of different production companies and they all wanted like high drama. They were looking for female mechanics, but they wanted like, they wanted us all to live together in a house and open up a shop together. And I'm like, you want pillow fight. Oh God. No. No, um, <laughs> Sounds terrible. So it's actually funny. Cause when, um, when our production company called and reached out to me, they found me, I wasn't searching for them. They said, we're looking for, for female mechanics. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm not interested. And they're like, no, no, no. It's not drama. It's not a reality show. It's, it's teaching, it's instruction, it's sharing the love. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. They're like, just watch a couple of our shows. And the first one I clicked on was one of yours. And Kevin, you were doing like this whole bit on um, airflow dynamics within an intake manifold and and the engineering and the design behind it. And I was like, oh, damn, like this is legit. Like they really are teaching and instructing and, and sharing and it wasn't drama. And so it's you guys that made me say yes to doing an audition. Oh,
0: shucks. That's probably Kevin more than me, but yeah, good job, Kevin. Way to go. Way to do it, man. Man, I don't know if I've inspired anyone my
1: whole life except maybe what not to do. So
2: <laughs> I doubt that. All
1: right, I, I feel doubt. good about myself today. I have to work on it tomorrow again, but Damn. Cool, yeah, cool, man. Well, I'm glad that helped bring you in. So they found you, right? You kind of sized up the situation. You said that that could be for me. Now, what what happens after that? You have to go through some trials or
2: yeah, they flew me out for an audition, and because I'd been teaching these basic car care classes for years, decades at that point, well, a decade at that point, um, <laughs> I shouldn't age myself that much, um, I was comfortable speaking to a, an audience, right? I was used to speaking to students, but I was, I, I, even though I'd never been in front of a camera, it was relatively easy for me to just imagine that the camera was my student's. And the women in a car care class, and so it, I I took two relatively easily, um, and I guess they liked me because they offered me the job. So yeah, nine years later,
1: nine seasons later. Wow, that is <laughs> impressive. Wow, I didn't know the show had been on that long. That time goes fast, man.
2: Yeah, it does. <laughs> Way too.
1: So you've been on, you've been on with uh, you know multiple different girls, and obviously from. All your different classes and all your different builds. Uh, What is it like, uh, you know, working with women? And how do you like it different from working with with men, per se?
2: You know...
1: does it have upsides and downsides, right? Because I know sometimes, you know, the wrong girls together can get catty. Obviously, the wrong guys together can get all bowed up. Yeah. You know, so... Does that become a, a major problem? I know you've worked on the show with multiple different girls over the years.
2: Honestly, working with both men and women, I find the male technicians I've worked with to be more catty than the female technicians.
1: I knew you um, would say that. <laughs> but I,
2: it, it, is, it is a little bit different and it is the same. I mean, working with other women is not merely the drama that people think it is. I think at least in the setting of, of what we do here at my shop um, with the all-female builds, like, people are coming together for a united purpose. So there isn't as much of, of that kind of, you know, back and forth.
1: Camaraderie versus competitiveness or cattiness or whatever. Yeah,
2: there, there isn't really that so much. I mean, obviously, there's, you know, there's always, uh, you know, a few people. But I find I like working with both men and women together, ultimately. Like, I I think women bring something to the table. And I think men bring something to the table. And when you have both, like, that's really when a company is kind of at its at its finest. I have really only worked with one other woman in the capacity of like, we were both technicians on the line together. Every time else I've always been in like the mentor teacher role. So it's a little bit different. Um, but I, there's something about women coming together in the industry because women make up two and a half percent of tradespeople, people, right? Like there's not a lot of us. Wow. And so most of us have never met anybody else like us. Right. And so when we meet somebody else who does what we do, who has the same stories, who's had similar experiences, who's faced the same challenges, it's like instant connected sisterhood. We're like, oh my God,
0: there's somebody else like me. Oh, <laughs> y'all singing R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Uh, nah, 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 nah. That's awesome. <laughs> So, uh, out out of out of the nine seasons that you have done All Girls Garage, what are some of the you know some of the builds you look back and can assign your top three to? Like, you know, because I know you guys. I see the rides you guys get. You guys get higher quality rides than we do, and I'm a little jelly on that. So really? What you know? Oh yeah, you guys always have the rights to stuff, man. I'm like, damn. Um, so looking back, knowing that you guys have built some really insane cars. Uh, and that, you know, all the guys we work with always brag to us about how fun it is to work at all girls set. Um, especially Justin, uh, how, how, how is it? What are the top three, uh, in your mind? And what about those builds make them the top three?
2: Gosh, that is, that is always like the hardest question for me because I'm, for me, it's more about the people than it is about the cars. Like I I just love working on cars. Like, give me something broken. Can I fix it? Like, that's all I care about, really. And and so the builds themselves, like, it's all just nuts and bolts and and figuring stuff out and the puzzle of it. But what? the people, I know that I'm new,
0: weird. That like new that. Challenger or, or you guys got with the new. Uh, uh, Hellcat engine in it? Oh, God. I'll oh, just nuts uh, and bolts just... and parts and pieces. Oh, man. <laughs> Sexy nuts and bolts and parts and pieces, though. Good God. Woo. They are. I was like, oh. I'll give you
2: that. They, they are. And there are definitely some cars that are, like, more fun to drive than others. But as far as working on them, like, I just like the puzzle of it. But for, like it's the people and the stories and, and the owners of the car that really make it special. Um, we, we've had a couple of, um, of veteran cars that we've done. Um, we had, we had one where we actually like surprised the wife with her husband being home. She thought he was still
0: no, that's cool. overseas.
2: And so that was a really cool one. Um, we did a, a truck way back in like season two or season three for, um, a, a triple amputee um veteran and he was just like amazing and we made this truck accessible for him to use like that's the stuff that like i that stands out to me otherwise it's all you know figure out what the problem is and fix it yeah
1: (laughs) well speaking of speaking of people then uh what is it like with your fans right because you're gonna have a unique connection with a lot of people that that we won't right we're going to reach out to a bunch of dudes and when we see our fans it's almost 99.9% dudes and it's going to be like high five dude you know but you're going to touch you know maybe young girls uh, a whole different perspective of people you're probably going to have I don't know some creepos in there too so tell us what it's like you know to to uh, to run into your fan base
2: I love it i mean i i honestly i live for for all of that i love hearing from a little girl that she wants to be a mechanic now, or somebody stopped me in the airport and he's like, Hey, I don't want to bother you. I just wanted to let you know. Thank you. My wife works out in the garage with me on my race car now, and it's the coolest thing ever. So thank you for that. Like, so that stuff just like totally makes my heart happy. Um, I will say it's a total testament to how times have changed from when I first started the show to now, There's like so much more acceptance. When the show first started, we got a lot of, what are do these girls really know what they're doing? Like they're probably not even real mechanics. And there was a lot of kind of just shallow stuff about how we looked and whether we were cute enough.
0: Salty man, they're salty.
1: Yeah, we we get a lot of that, too, when we started. Oh, my God. I think any new people are going to get it. But, yeah, yeah, I could see where, you know, on the female side, you probably get a little extra dose.
2: A little bit, a little bit. I still, if I had a dime for every time somebody walked up to me, grabbed my hands without asking me, and inspected for signs of dirt, and says, do you really work on cars, I would be a wealthy woman. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> at least it was just your hands. Yeah, yeah, right. you know. <laughs> I like when fans grab my butt, but I'm not supposed to say anything about that. Uh, no. yeah. <laughs> Look, and fellas, women go through a lot in life. So at least you could do is be five foot nine. All right, don't be no five foot six coming up trying to grab our hands, see if it's dirty. All right, you little sissy.
1: I think they're just looking for a ring,
0: <laughs> girl. You got a ring? Oh, maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they just they just parlay over to the oh. I was just looking for dirt, but they were just right. checking out, see if you right. got a rock. We'll on
0: roll with <laughs> that. Right, right. <laughs> do you ever get? Hey, do you ever get like fans that want to take you out? Like you wouldn't understand how how pretty my mom says I am until, until you met me in person. Uh, it, it, <laughs> do you ever get people like that are like you know?
2: I get a few. I get a few. I've been really, really fortunate. I feel like I, I, some of the ladies on TV that I've talked to have had like horror stories of of fans being inappropriate and, you know, all of the things that let you use your imagination on the things that they get sent. Um, I've been super, super fortunate that my, my fan base is like been really wonderful, like really authentic, really supportive. Um, I don't get a lot of, you know, I get the like, Oh, I'd love to meet a girl like you. I, you know, I get that kind of stuff. I get the "Will you marry me?" from random strangers, but I, I don't get a lot of crude, rude, inappropriate. Will you, um, will you
0: marry sure. me? I'm asking for my mom. <laughs> 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 uh, that's that's awesome, though. You know, it, you are great around your fans. It is great to see this show survive now nine seasons and going strong. Um, what's what's exciting for you in All Girls Garage? In the future, like what is the next project? What is something that you haven't worked on uh, that you can't wait to? What is something that you get excited about uh, knowing that it's coming down in the next few months for all girls?
2: Well, we've got um, a project that hasn't aired yet. but We have actually filmed already that I'm pretty excited about about airing. Um, I'll I'll just tease it in that it is the perfect combination between my co-host and my interest. She is a Toyota girl. And I am a BMW girl, oh. and we work on a vehicle that brings them together. Oh,
1: <laughs> wow. All right. My gears are spinning. <laughs> all right. Yeah. And for anybody who hasn't seen the show on Motor Trend uh, on a weekend, so check out All Girls Garage to find out what this merger of the minds is all about. I think I'm going to have to tune in myself.
0: Yes. Yeah. Indeed. All right, and and Bogey, where do people go find out more info and details about your projects and around your shop, which is in Arizona, Uh, and more about you and the show? You got some social stuff that we could share out there with everybody? Absolutely.
2: Social media for me is Bogey's Garage, and that's on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and website as well. And then my shop is Girl Gang Garage, and that's also in Phoenix, and that's where we do the classes and the workshops and the all-female builds and uh that will be getting the all-female will be getting started back up again soon hopefully you know um (laughs) covid permitting but we'll have information posted up about that soon if anybody's interested in getting involved or you just want to say hello i love interacting with folks so please if you're listening to this reach out say hi connect
1: right on you guys check her out check her out and i got one last question for you Uh so a girl that's more into nuts and bolts What's your favorite car?
2: A broken one. Ooh. <laughs> okay. No, um, on a serious That's note.
0: Hey, dollar <laughs> signs in eyes, bros. Like, do you have a a car, an
1: era, or anything that uh, you know?
2: There's a genre, and the genre is tiny cars. Tiny cars, like, tiny cars. little cars.
1: Like yes. Carmen Ghia, little, tiny cars. Carmen like...
2: Gea, but even li- littler, like the Honda
1: littler. Things. Yeah. The
2: little Subaru, like the little teeny tiny, the original Mini Cooper, um, just the littler the better. Just-
1: okay. All right. And do you have any kind of cool car in your lineup at home?
2: Um, my most recent addition to my lineup is a Metropolitan Nash, which oh, is a cool
1: car. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah.
2: And then I also just recently added a little, um, it's a, I don't even know, I think it's a Honda Carry or Suzuki carry. I don't even know. It's from Japan. and It's a mini truck. It's like little itty bitty tiny truck, right hand drive. It's bizarre. And I'm super excited about it.
1: Like an eighties, like what kind of era? Seventies, eighties or something newer?
2: Uh, I think it's, I think it's mid nineties. Actually, I should know. I should know this. I basically buy things because they're cute, obviously.
1: Man, whatever, whatever it is, we we buy stuff because they're fast. Yeah, exactly. That's our
0: that's our weird
2: thing. I buy it because it's cute, and then I make it fast.
0: Oh man, nothing wrong with that. Buggy, <laughs> if you ever get out this way, I got to take you to this place called Rambler Ranch. It's the largest collection of AMC okay. and Nashes in the world. This guy has got <gasps> he's got unbelievable. It's he's got hundreds of Nashes, and it's like five miles from my house. Like, it is insane. That's so (laughs) awesome. It's got an ice cream store. It's got a museum. It's got a diner. Like, it's the largest collection. Oh, my God. Google it. You'll be amazed. It's called the Rambler Ranch. Nash even made, you know, that weird car company made um, household appliances, like refrigerators um, and, you know, ovens and so forth. Craziest car company ever, but yeah man he is uh just go google it rambler ranch and if you ever come out here you'll fall in love with it all right i will bogey thanks again man for your time for everything you're doing to uh, just open the door for women all over the country uh in the world of automotive you know technicians mechanics uh and the likes man it's way cool to see that
1: thank you so much yeah it's a huge uh you know huge inspiration for any trades person so you know i'm sure it it just kind of covers a huge space but uh Definitely in the car world. You are an awesome chick, man. It's so great. Every time we get to catch up with you, uh, get to more of your stories and see what you're working on. Uh, definitely super cool stuff, man. Stay rad, and uh, we'll have to have you back on here sometime again soon. Thank you
0: so much, guys. It was great chatting with you. Yeah, Boglarka rules. <laughs> All right, hey, and don't forget about our show, Aaron Weekends, on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings as well. You can check it for All Girls Garage, too. Uh, episodes also now streaming on MotorChain on demand. Thanks to our guest, Bogey from All Girls Garage. My man, Kevin Bird, our producer of Scoop, and our executive producer is Bob Ecker. Yeah, and don't forget to check out our website,
1: twoguysgarage.com, and share your thoughts with us. We're everywhere. On social media, we are Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Two Guys Garage. Now, Two Guys Garage podcast is a copyright 2020, Britain Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved.
0: There you go, man. Going down with their sisterhood, or shows that are produced in the same building—we didn't really clarify that they're all produced. There's a number of shows produced in that same building. We all shoot at different times, but you know, I could leave love notes to Bogey in the refrigerator. You know, <laughs> like this is this is my light sour cream. Don't touch it, Bogey. I love you. I
1: was gonna say, like, don't eat my yogurt. You know, stuff like that. That's the kind of notes. And where's my tools? Where's my uh, tools? Damn it!
0: Where's my 10 millimeter? Damn it! Uh, that's
1: the that's the secret. We're we're both over there hiding yeah, each man. other's tools.
0: In the sour cream. (laughs) All right, you guys, take care, man. We'll catch you on the next Two Guys Garage podcast. We'll see you guys. Two Guys Garage podcast is a production of Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.